0: Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have done. You have done. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have done. Thank you, Lord, for all protection you have given. Father, we want to thank you. We want to appreciate you. We want to thank you right from the beginning of this year, even though we didn't plan for what is going on now. But Lord, you have been faithful to us. We lift your name up. We glorify you. Thank you for the side that we are now. We appreciate you for the side we are coming from. And we thank you for the side you are going to take us to. Father, as we go into your word now, come and speak your word into our life yourself. We want to see your manifestation. We want to listen to your to your word. We want to hear your word that we lift our spirit up. Thank you, almighty God. The word we are going to hear today, will heal all the wounds that have been in, in our life. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, brethren. God bless you. Thank you for coming over to join the service once again today on behalf of the leadership. I uh, Once again, thank you each and every one of you. Uh, today, um, we are going to talk about uh, crossing over to the other side. Crossing over to the other side. We are at one side at the moment. At presently, we are at one side. And shortly, we are going to cross to the other side. And I believe that we all know the side we are now. Coronavirus is ravaging and everything is happening. By God's grace, we are going to see the end of it and we will cross over to the other side. So turn with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 from verse 35 to 41. The gospel of Mark chapter 4. From verse 35 to 41. I will read from uh, New King James Version. Verse 35. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. Verse 37. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stem, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Verse 39. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Verse 40. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they fear exceedingly, and said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Let's go back to verse 35. It reads, On the same day when evening has come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. So like I said, today's message is titled Crossing Over to the Other Side. As Jesus has said in that book, presently we're in a situation we're in one side. And I'm sure... Very shortly, everybody will cross to the other side. What does this mean? It means there is life and victory at the other side. I want you to tell your neighbor as you are sitting at home I will cross over to the other side. I will cross over to the other side. Brethren, we'll cross over to ele- side. God bless you. Thank you. In elementary school, We were taught good, better, best. That is how we have been taught in the elementary school. That is why everyone looks for better opportunity. Everyone, we always look for better opportunity. We look for better way of doing things. For some of us in the office, they used to tell us you have to come up with a new idea of how to do something better. But for you to have a better opportunity, you need to take a move. As far as you are living, so you need to cross to the other side of your life. You need to cross to the other side of your life, and as far as your life, your life must progress forward. And what does it mean? It means there will always be other side. Wherever you are, whatever you do, there will always be other side, and no one. Not even a single one, not anyone want to remain stagnant. Nobody wants to remain in one place. Everybody wants to move forward. Brethren, it was good you have been on this side. It was good that you have been on this side. You have seen all. You have seen so many things happening. But remember, Jesus, Jesus said, it is time to pass over to the other side. In this mark. It was a statement. But when you go to the book of uh, Matthew 8, verse 18, it was a command. And I will just read Matthew 8, verse 18 say, And when Jesus saw a great multitude about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. So I want you to begin to think this uh, within yourself. What side have you been? What part of side have you been? Have you been a sinner, it means you have to cross over to the repentance side. Have you been poor, it means you have to cross over to the rich side. Again, have you been rich, it means you have to cross over to the increase in riches. That's what it means. Your life must move forward. Have you been sick, you have to cross over to the healed side. Are you ignorant in salvation? You must cross over. You must be aware that Jesus is the answer to every unanswerable question. And when you know this, it means you have crossed to the other side because you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Are you wise? Are you unwise? You need to become wise. And are you afraid? If you are afraid, you need to cross to the other side and be brave. Are you faithless? you must be faithful. And so on. So many things. It is necessary you must cross over to the other side. And if you don't plan to cross to the other side, you will discover that you will remain still and ineffective. So what is that thing that is keeping you at this side? What is that thing that is keeping you at this side? Even Jesus Christ let us Passover, let us cross to the other side. All those things that are keeping you to the other side. You have to break all those natural and common barriers, including limitation of life that keep you on this side. You need to plan yourself. You need to focus on how to cross to the other side. Brethren, there was no life for Abraham, no life for him, until he crossed to foreign land. When you say the children of Israel also, there was no life for them in Egypt. They were suffering. Until they crossed over to the other side of the Red Sea. It's not just the Red Sea. They cross over to the other side of River Jordan. They cross over to so many things. So you need to plan, you need to prepare to cross over to the other side. You need to cross over from shame to glory. What is that thing that is bringing shame to you? You need to begin to plan that I must cross over from this shame to glory. You must cross from nobody to somebody. It does not matter what the situation says. You must be somebody. From nobody, you must cross to somebody. So, brethren, you have to plan to cross to the other side. With God by your side, all things are possible. Don't think of any barrier. Don't think anything can hinder you. All things are possible. In that Mark 4.35 that we read, we discovered that Jesus and his disciple they were planning to cross over to the other side. If you read that story from the beginning or from the previous uh, chapter also, you will discover that so many teachings, Jesus Christ has performed. He has performed so many uh, miracles, casting out evil spirit and, and so on. So and um, the Bible recorded that it was getting to the evening. It was getting to the night. What we come to the mind of everyone is that, okay, night is coming. We have to prepare to sleep. But Jesus Christ said, let us cross over to the other side. Naturally, we're supposed to say that these people are supposed to rest. they supposed that okay, they might be tired, but Jesus himself said it is better to cross to the other side. Again, we may look at it, one of the barriers for that journey is that it's, again, it's a night. Night may not be safe for them to cross over, but Jesus said, let us pass over, let us cross over to the other side. Not all those things I've mentioned was uh discouragement to Jesus Christ and his disciples. They had to cross to the other side. It is not over until it is over. So, brethren, get prepared. Do not allow the limitation the limitation of this life or any barrier to stop you. And what are these barriers this day? The pandemic that is going on, you might be seeing it as a barrier that will prevent you from crossing over to the other side. Is it protocol? And above all, is it fear? Is it fear that is making you are you afraid of crossing to the other side? Or is it bodily desire? You have to prepare to cross over to the other side. You will not be able to cross to the other side if you allow so many barriers in your life. If you are thinking of those things that are drawing you down you won't be able to cross to the other side. So don't allow any excuses in your life that will prevent you from crossing over to that glory that God has prepared for you. Even though during this pandemic, this coronavirus situation, we must be watchful. We must be careful. We must be prepared. All those tips that they are giving us, follow this, follow that. We must follow them. And when you follow them, It is those things that will enable you to cross to the other side. Prevention is better than cure, they say. So don't be afraid. Take care. Follow the instruction. By God's grace on your side, you will cross over to the other side. So there are many good things at the other side. You have to use every available time to make everything prepared. You have to prepare that, yes, I'm going to cross over to the other side because miracle is awaiting you there. That miracle is still possible. What happened during the time of Jesus? is still possible because with Jesus, all things are possible. But the only dangerous thing is to cross over without Jesus. When you are crossing over, remember that Jesus is required. Jesus is required to cross over to the other side. The disciples, they cross over with Jesus to the other side. Presently, again, the coronavirus is one side. We are going to jump over it. We will cross over to that great thing that God is preparing for, for us. So, what you are experiencing on your job is one side at the moment. So, be ready to cross to the other side. Let's go to verse 36 of that Mark 4. Verse 36. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. Brethren, when you are ready to cross to the other side, you need to check what you want to take along with you. Here, in this verse, now when they have left the multitude, they left the multitude behind. You need to Check what you want to take along with you. Okay, let's put, let's put it practically. What type of luggage you carry? What are the contents of this luggage? You need to know what to take along with you. you. You have to understand what the content of your luggage have to be when you prepare to cross to the other side. But I want you to remember that the first thing that you need to consider because it is not a smooth journey. It is not a journey that is very straightforward. You need to remember that the first thing to be considered for, for you to consider in your luggage is Jesus Christ. As you prepare, you need to carry him along. You need to allow him to be in your luggage. And the first thing to drop is the sin. What are those sin that is hindering you? You need to drop them. If you see the Bible recorded that they dropped the multitude. What are those multitude in your life? You need to drop them. Don't be too overloaded with all sorts of garbage. Remember, when when you have too many loads, you won't be able to, to work properly. So crossing over to the other side is almost impossible with excess luggage. And um, sometimes back, or I think all the airports in all over the world now, when you travel, there's always something you have to put your hand luggage. Why am I saying this is that you need to trim, you need to resize your luggage. Excess luggage have to be dropped. You need to wait to see that it is what that the airline can carry. The same way, in crossing over to the other side, don't carry overweight. You need to wait. If you go to the scripture, Abraham was having oversized luggage because Lot was with him and he could not attain the, what God has promised him. And what happened? To, pre, to, pretend, uh, to, to prevent uh, chaos and everything, he resized. He resized by asking Lot to go on his own way. He told Lot, you choose wherever you want. So, he dropped Lot. And God blessed him. When you look at the story of Gideon, when he wanted to go for war, about 32,000 army soldiers were with him. To so God, these are essence. So they were dropped to 300. So Gideon dropped that and he was victorious. So in verse 36, there were crowd, like I said, with Jesus and the disciples. The crowd were drop. Are you crowded with something? Are you crowded with fear? Are you crowded with procrastination? Are you crowded with lust? Are you crowded with sin? You have to send all kind of multitude, all kind of things that represent multitude away from you. All your worries are not required for this journey. You need to drop your worries, drop them at the feet of Jesus Christ. He is the one that can deliver you, he is the one that can save you. Whatever is going on presently because of COVID 19, drop those worries and prepare to cross over to your victory. Prepare to cross over to the glory. Leave the story. Leave the story for people to talk about. Give the glory to God. It is God. That will shine on you. And people will rejoice with you. So you need to drop all the helpless, unproductive, and effective things. Even friends that are not helpful. Everything that represents multitude. As Jesus Christ and his disciples, they drop the multitude. The same thing I'm telling you, brethren. You need to drop what represents multitude in your, in your life when you prepare to cross over. As we have read in the scripture, there are small, small boats that went along with Jesus Christ in crossing over. The same way, you have to allow for small boats like faith and prayer. They may come along with you, but remember that Jesus is the first to be taken. And Jesus was in the biggest boat. Don't put Jesus in the smallest boat. Put him in the biggest place. Think big and plan big. So that is why you need Jesus to be in your luggage to be with you. Make sure your luggage is rightly packed and refuse anything that just hang around around the luggage. Don't have any excess things. Have the right quality things. You see, at the airport, uh, uh, when one of our sister was leaving, we went with with her to airport. There are some things that she needs to go with. So we have to package everything together. Then it becomes irregular shape. We were told that that luggage has to pass through a special uh, point at the airport and pay extra money. You need to do away with all this. That is the summary of what verse 36 is telling you. So brethren, get set to cross over to the other side. Let's move on to verse 37. Verse 37, and a great windstorm arose and the way beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. When you said to cross over to the other side, brethren, the, the storm will always rise up. Let's look at the children of Israel. God promised to take them from Egypt to uh, to promised land. There are many storms on their ways. There are many things on their way that disturb them. Shortly when they left Egypt, what was the first thing? Pharaoh and his uh, warrior, they followed them. And they were going. They were going. Then they got to the Red Sea. The Red Sea become another storm. Another storm being blocked before them. They cross over to the Red Sea. Then what happened? The bitter water. When they were thirsty, the water was bitter. So... Storm not necessarily means it has to be wind. It can be any form of obstacle. And when, as children of Israel progressed forward, even when they were at very close to the promised land, the wall of Jericho was there. In in physics, in, in those days, they said pressure is necessary for motion. Without it, there will be slippery. And this, in the same in the same physics. Action and reaction are equal and opposite. What does it mean? When you say you want to move forward, there is always this uh, backward thing that wants to pull you back. Especially when you are progressing the way God wants you to progress. Enemy is always there to draw you back. So as you prepare to cross to the other side, be prepared, Storm will rise. This storm should not discourage you. It shouldn't discourage you. Continue to say, I must cross over to the other side. That I must cross over to the other side, storm or no storm. Crossover is very important. That is where you have to be focused on. I was talking to a brother over the week and I asked him, Can't your office try to help? And when he told me something, then I quickly linked into my message he was, he just mentioned that no no he's not even thinking of the old old, old uh, office he's already thinking of the other side he's thinking of what is going to happen from the other side not from the from the uh from the uh, uh initial office the past office so what does that verse 37 mean when you are doing something meaningful expect a serious opposition it will always come. It all cannot be all a, a good bed of roses. Uh I can't remember. Uh, Brendan, please move to your mic. So storm will always rise against um the 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 uh the motion that's has direction. Storm will never rise against directionless motion. Once you make up your mind, once you determine, even people you are looking at as friends at times, they might be okay. the storm that will rise against you. When the Israelites left Egypt, like I said, they have made the right luggage with right footing. They are prepared. God has already told them what to prepare with. But the sea was waiting for them. Pharaoh and his army followed them angrily. So they were there. In the book of 1st uh, Psalm, when Goliath when uh, Goliath was killed by David, the hope of Israelite was to begin to celebrate. In fact, the, the women, they were singing, uh, Saul has killed 1,000. David has killed 10,000. But this joy, they, to them, they are crossing from fear to peace because Goliath is gone. But what happened? Saul rose up against David He rose up against David Again, in New Testament When Saul Again became Paul He started preaching He crossed over from persecuting To the preaching of the word of God But the council of Lula Again, like a storm Rose up against him So the journey to the other side Will not always smooth It will not always smooth the storm will be there. Many people are already passing through that storm now. They are in their stormy period. But don't worry. You will make it in Jesus' name. Whatever you are going through now, you might think you are you at the crossroad. But the journey to the other side needs courage. It needs faith in God. It needs you to be deaf to the voice of opposition. This opposition might be what is coming in be- in your mind. You need to focus on God. You need to rebuke re- rebuke all the the negative voices that are talking to you. You need to be blind to the storm. You have to be courageous. You have to be strong, and you will pass through the storm unharmed in Jesus' name. Whatever you are going through now, you see your job, you see your job that is suffering, brethren, you will pass through in the mighty name of Jesus. The storm that rose in that verse 27, 37, is not an ordinary storm. The Bible recorded that it was a great, it was a great storm of wind and wave. And when the Bible said it is great, I'm sure the Bible never exaggerates. That means it is a great storm. Maybe if it is today that you can be talking about uh, um, all this, uh, I've forgotten what the name, they call it now, the the, the storm. Uh, not tsunami, but whatever it is. I know, brethren, you know what I'm talking about. That type of storm that people like Gono, when Gono happened here, it was all over the world, that that storm was coming. So that kind of storm that Bible recorded, Bible said it was a great storm. But this great storm was not enough to stop Jesus Christ and his disciples to cross over. And again, in verse 37, He said, and the wave beat into the ship so that it was now full. What does it mean? I'm sure the water started coming into the boat. And I'm sure the disciples are already trying to remove those water out. They'll be trying also so many things uh, because they were almost sinking. And at this stage, this is the stage that some people, they begin to conclude within their mind that, oh, maybe this is the will of God for me. No, the will of God for you is to take you to that expected end. The Bible is has not said you will not see trouble. The trouble will come, but Jesus Christ said in the book of John 16 that rejoice because he has conquered the world. So I believe that even the disciple at this stage, when the water was coming into the boat, they were trying to remove it. They try all their possible best. So don't surrender at this stage. Don't say that it is God's will. Don't quit, don't give up at this stage. Just be praying. Just be praying and be focused at that side that you are moving to. So the journey to success, brethren, always have storm. Many of you cross the Arabian Sea to come to man. Many of you cross Atlantic Ocean to come to man. Uh, I mean, um, cross the Indian Sea to cross, to come to a man. At the beginning, the journey was not smooth, also. But here we are today. You are thanking God that, uh, God, I thank you. So the journey to success has turned. Let's move on to verse 38. Verse 38. Mark 4, verse 38. But he was in the stand, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? In Matthew 8.25, I will read from there. Then the disciple came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. So when the storm rises, remember that when you are resizing your luggage, you have put Jesus Christ in your luggage. So, when the storm rises, all you need to do is to go and wake him up. Uh, recently, with my experience in No Man, I think uh, I've been part of a three, five-star hotel here in Oman, And uh, we always have what they call master key. The master key is the key that unlocks everywhere. This like the plant rooms and some other area used to have this master key. This master key, they don't use it anyhow. It will be kept somewhere. Only when it is required that they will take the master key. So what am I saying here is that I want to remind you that you have the master. You have the master in your luggage. It might be sleeping somewhere. It's sleeping somewhere just like what we have read. Because the master key to public building, those master keys are not used. It will be hanged somewhere, it will be sleeping somewhere. Only when it is some special occasion that they will go and pick those master keys. The same thing, the master key is in your is in your luggage. So what are you going through? Jesus is the master key that opens every closed door. Rise right inside your heart. He's a master of your life. He's, he lives there. It's in your heart. Not even your luggage now. It's in the it's in the in your heart. He's in your heart. So you need to wake him up. You see, you are suffering and wailing. And the master is with you. Some are rising and you are complaining. Master Jesus, you already package him along with you. When you are living, So stop complaining. Master Jesus is with you. For you to cross. To the other side. You need to wake him up. And what will Master do? Is just. Command one or two things. And everything will be over. As a believer. That have Jesus. The Bible says all things are possible. For those who believe why because they have master in in, in second King uh, sh- second King chapter 1 verse 16 Elijah the man of God asked the king uh, them the, the man of God met the messenger on their way and let's see what he, what is saying there God bless you brother he told the king this is what the Lord say. That's verse 16. Second King, chapter 1, verse 16. And he told the king, this is what the Lord said. Is it because there is no God in Israel for you to consult that you have sent messenger to consult Valzebun, the God of Ekron? Is it that the God is so far from you that you cannot call him, you are calling assistant from somewhere else. That God is with you. That same God that is in Israel is there. He's with you. You have to awake him up. So the verse above is after verse 37. Some has risen against the disciple. And this fellow, they are focusing already. They are focusing at the other side. Their eyes are not even what is happening behind them. Their imagination is no longer on the sea or where they are coming from. Not even the great storm. What they do was to go and awake the master. Like I said, they might have tried so many things to get the water out, but they remember that the master is sleeping somewhere. The funniest thing is that the master was even sleeping on a pillow. That means He's in a deep sleep, not even bothered. He was not worried about what is going to happen. The master need not to be afraid because he is the master. He's in control of everything. Why the disciples were thinking that end has come? So what kind of storm are you facing, brethren? What kind of storm are you facing? Is it the loss of job? Is it the uh, the, the cut in pay? Is it this sickness or even nervousness? All you need to do is just to awake the master. You just to awake the master. Right in your heart, Master Jesus resides there. It doesn't matter what comes against you. That Master Jesus is with you. The Bible says when you are with the Son of God, you have already overcome the world. Wake the master up, Shake him until he's awake. And tell him, Master, I want to cross over. But there is this, there is that that is coming against me. So the Master is with you. Don't worry, you will cross over to the other side. You will make it in Jesus' name. Refuse to be scaled down with whatever situation that is affecting you now or what you are passing through. When, everything, whatever is frightening you now. All you need to do is to awake the Master. And the master will just command and you will cross over. Let's move to verse 39 of Mark 4, verse 39. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Again, this year is the year of the world. The year of the world, Jesus just pronounce, he just speak the word. And the wind, the storm, hear his voice. So what am I saying here is that just speak, your God will hear. His word have creative and not power. All we see today came as a result of the word that was spoken. Let there be light, and there was light. Let there be this, and there was that. Everything was through the word. The book of Psalms says, he sent his word and healed them. This is the year of the word. Pronounce the word yourself. You have to speak the word in prayer to receive and have it done. So what is your stone? This verse is telling you that as Jesus Christ has pronounced and speak to to the sea. You have to speak to that storm in your life and it will stop. Because he has said, whatever you have asked for in my name, he is there to answer you. He will hear you. My friend, brethren, you have to cross over. You see, again, I go back to the story of uh, children of Israel. When they were thirsty, God told Moses, speak to the rock and the water gushed out. In the book of Acts of Apostles, those two disciples, they were going inside. They saw the lame man. And what did they do? They only speak the word. They said, sliver and gold I don't have. In the name of Jesus, arise and walk. The same Jesus, the same promise he made to the disciples. Ask for anything in my name, and I will answer. The same way, speak this word without fear. Wholeheartedly heartedly speak unto him, he's going to listen to you. He's going to take you out of the present situation that you are. That other side that you are already focusing on, that God will lead you and guide you there in the mighty name of Jesus. All you need to do is to speak the word. You have to talk to God. You have to speak the word. In the scripture above, when the storm was seriously attacking the sheep, and the disciples are waking the master Jesus. And when Jesus arose, he didn't panic that what is happening. Because he is the master. All he did was to simply spoke to the sea and said, be, said Peace be still. And there was a great calm. When the Bible says great calm, it means even if you drop a pin, you will hear the sound. And Jesus first rebuked the wind and then speak to the sea. Let's move to verse 40. Mark 4.40 But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Brother and, br- and sister, brethren, what you need now is faith, not fear. Many are what they are today. Because of fear. most time we are afraid of what is going to happen. as Brother Georgie announced that uh, excellent Men program have been they've been organizing so many things. I remember they brought one man maybe two three years ago or two years ago. The brother came to talk about the setting of business. He said something that many are afraid of what is going to happen. They have different kind of ideas. But because they are afraid, they don't want to take the bull by the horn. That is why they could not set up their own business. Until you take a step, until you take a step, you may not be able to achieve what you want. So you need to put the fear aside. So fear is the greatest enemy. And thief of many people. Many mistakes that are being made today are made under the influence of fear. Nothing good will ever come when you are afraid. You will never achieve anything. So stop fearing. Start faith and get ready to cross over. If you stop fearing and you act on your plan, brethren, I'm telling you, you are going to succeed. You stop fearing, you act on your plan, and you have the master with you. You table everything before him. All those brilliant ideas, all those brilliant desires that you are thinking will fail. You are going to succeed. All you need to do is that. Don't be afraid. Don't allow fear to reside in you. Fear not. Fear is not required in crossing over to the other side. So why are you so fearful? Jesus himself was wondering why the disciples were so fearful. Seeing all he had, he had been doing in their midst, they should know that it's just a, it's just a command. But Jesus was surprised. He asked them, why are you so fearful? Why you don't have faith? Because they they have experience. When you move with somebody with experience, you know what he can do. Then when something is happening, you know, okay, this fellow is there. You will not be afraid. When I was young, whenever I'm with my dad, I always believed that nothing can happen. Because I have faith that yes, he's there. So the same way, you have Jesus Christ with you. You have him in your luggage. He resides in your heart. So you need not to be afraid. You can do it. You can cross over to the other side. And the last verse. The last verse. Verse 41. And they fear exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Brethren, like I said before, leave the story for your enemy. Give the glory to God. When the testimony comes, when people see what you have passed through, you will be incomparable. The disciples cannot compare Jesus to anything. They were said, They were suddenly feared and said to one another, who can this be? They can't compare him to anybody. When you cross over to the other side, when you begin to testify, when you begin to celebrate, you will be incomparable. You will be incomparable in the great work that God has done for you. But you need to put the fear aside. You will be incomparable in the great faith. Maybe people have been saying, okay, what is going on? But you have been, you keep your feet on the ground that yes, I have the faith God is going to do it. I have the faith that it will happen, I will cross over to that promised land. I will cross over to the other side. So when you have faith in God, you will be incomparable. You'll be comparable in love, in hope, and in everything. All you need to do is that you have to be yourself. You have to remain yourself. Noah in his time was incomparable. Abraham, up to today, is incomparable in faith. What Joseph Joseph passed through for his dream to come to pass is incomparable. That make what, what he has passed through make him to become incomparable. When you look at David in the battlefield, he also became incomparable in battlefield. And even in throne, we might be thinking, okay, he messed up in some area, but still, it's incomparable. Look at Solomon. In wisdom, he's incomparable. Remember that you have that Jesus Christ with you. You have it residing in your heart. The master is there. When you focus on him, when you believe in him, when you take everything before him, when you put everything to him, when that glorious time comes, you will be incomparable in testimony in Jesus' name. There are so many examples in in the scripture. We see Ruth, Esther, Deborah, Miriam, Mary, mother of Jesus. Even Priscilla, in the book of Acts, was incomparable. All these women are incomparable women of faith. They all live their life. What would they be saying at the end when you leave this country? But Pastor Lecon used to say that this country is like a filling station. You get filled, then you move on. Let people talk about you when you have left. Be incomparable in faith. Let your testimony continue when you have crossed over to the other side. So the journey to the other side requires boldness and courage. You have to be incomparable in what you say and how you say it. Even your thinking, in your thinking, you need to be incomparable. Why? Because you are unique before God. You are a special person before God. People of this country, people that reside in this country, they are as diverse of people. When they hear your story, share that great faith that, yes, God is at work. Let them know that God is at work so that they will know that you are afraid nothing. You have the faith in God and you will become incomparable to anyone. In closing, after this coronavirus, when you have crossed to the other side, something should be identified with you. That is, you are going to be incomparable in testimony, in the mighty name of Jesus. In your home, as you are there, I want you to talk to yourself and be saying, I am crossing over to the other side of my life. Say it to yourself. I'm crossing over to the other side of my life. Like I said from the beginning, good, better, best. You are crossing over to the better side. You have to say, I've broken all natural and common barriers. What are those common barriers? You have to break it. You have to confess, I've broken all those natural common barriers. Again, I want you to tell yourself, I've resized my luggage. And I know for sure stone will rise. I've resized my luggage, I know for sure, storm will rise. And when storm rises, remember you have the master key. You have the master key sleeping somewhere in your heart. You have the master key residing somewhere in your mind. Know that whatever storm that rises, that will not shake you in the mighty name of Jesus. That will not stop you from crossing over to that glorious side that God wants to take you to. Say it to yourself, I will definitely cross over through this storm that rise. And I will make it to the end. Storm or no storm, I'm getting over to the other side. All you need to do is to awake Master Jesus. You need to awake him. I know that all things can hear when you pray in faith. All things can hear. At this side, it's one thing. At the other side, it's another thing. You might have been experiencing some great thing at this side. When you read that story forward, when you move to the next chapter, you will discover that when they arrive at the other side, there are a lot of miracles that, are, that happen. Jesus performed many miracles. Brethren, miracles are awaiting you at the other side. And I pray that miracle will happen in your life and you will witness it in the mighty name of Jesus. That miracle is awaiting you at the other side. When the coronavirus is over, you will share your testimony. That miracle, everyone, even people that have left this country, that are hearing me now, wherever you may be, the purpose of God for you is to cross to the other side. Many have crossed already. Many are on the verge of crossing many are just preparing to cross. So brethren, get prepared. The coronavirus will soon be over in Jesus' name. The pandemic will soon be over. All the business will recover in the mighty name of Jesus. If it's the will of God for you to cross back, you will cross back to the other side also. And may God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. God bless you.